Throughout this episode, you will hear several bleeps. That is to protect the identities of everyone talked about in this episode. All other matters are strictly from the opinions and perspectives of myself and my guest. With that being said, enjoy the episode. All right, guys, and welcome back to Latina Leader Podcast that is untamed, uncensored, and unapologetic. Speaking of which, I have my very first guest with me, and I'm very excited. This is my little brother, Hi, Ethan. Hi, I'm Ethan. Yes, and I'm so excited because he's my very first guest. I've never had one on the show before. I mean, we've been kind of closed off. Yeah, you can't really fucking go anywhere. like <laughs> from, from the rest of the world. I don't know if we're six feet apart, but... Get the fuck away from me. We're far, you're, mad, you're mad close. <laughs> we're, far, we're far enough from each other, so I guess that's fine. <laughs> okay, so um, so today's episode is going to be a little different. I know that I go and I do rants and I really talk about me, but it doesn't seem right to have my guest of honor and him not talk about himself. So we're going to talk about something that is... Never really talked about. There's like a stigma around it and it's bullshit and it's stupid. And that is that for some reason, when people are in relationships, they always have this thing where the man can treat his girl like shit and she does nothing wrong. No one ever sits to think about, oh, nah, that bitch is wild. She's crazy. She's she's manipulative. She's a cunt she's she's really inflicting emotional like abuse and people don't ever really talk about that it's really easy to not realize that you're being emotionally abused until like after it's all over mm-hmm. you know because like the entirety of it it was a lot of stuff like uh she would just get mad at me for dumb shit she would time how long i was in the bathroom or like if i like uh, when I worked at the pizzeria, there was this one girl that, like, she was covering for somebody, and I was literally her boss, and it called me and didn't want me to talk to her. Mm-hmm. But I literally needed to tell this person what their responsibilities were, to, like, at the job, you know? Yeah. Um, there were a lot of times that, like, we would fight just in, like, like every time that I came home from school or work, we fought. Uh, and um, it kind of gives, like, everyone else, like, it, it, from the outside looking in, I'm the dickhead. You know what I mean? Like, I'm always angry, and I'm just a piece of shit. But she, you know, is picking at me. Not picking on me, but like jabs, like all the time, no matter what, you know. Well, I'm not gonna hold you. That's kind of what. That's how I felt. I was like, damn, he's being like a dick. No, yeah, because you weren't. You never really. You never said anything. In I mean, you know, and it's your own business, and you have every right not to. But it gives us this this feeling. It's just like, yo, like what happened? Like her, (laughs) (laughs) right? But I mean, we. I had a feeling it was her. But I didn't, I I never, nah, I knew. Because the thing is, <laughs> she, um, the type of person that she was, was like, uh, all right, so the best way to put it was, it was kind of like a rebound that I got trapped in, because um, mm. I was with uh, one girl for like a month, and I really liked her, but then I don't know where she just stopped liking me, and that kind of fucking hurt. Um, I guess I'm calling her by her name now. Uh, my ex. She you already she, called her that earlier in the episode, did you know that? Nope. Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, when, uh, kind of started talking to me um after that like i thought that i liked her a lot you know Mm -hmm. but she's the kind of person to be the person that you want her to be so that you like her as well um so like the person that i am like with me and all my friends you know that like we bully each other all the time like it's out of love so i would be addicted i would bully her too because we were friends you know 
Um, and then once we started, and like the thing is, the way I kind of view a relationship is that like you set the basis for it, and then once that person becomes your girlfriend, it's just like a title on top of that, right? Like the relationship you have pre-existed. You Facts. know what I mean? I'm not going to change the way I do things in my daily life just because of the fact that you're now my girlfriend, because that's not the relationship that we built. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when we started dating and I started, you know, being a dick, trying to be funny, and she like shut down and started crying, I was like, whoa, what? Like, where mm-hmm. did this come from? You know, because like for the past fucking four months i've been mean to you and you've been mean to me back you know like that's that that, that was funny oh um, yeah so then once i you know like uh, i'd be like shut the fuck up like what the, like what's your you know like i'll just yeah. say shit like that to her she would just shut down and start crying and it's like wait so what I, I can't do that no more right and like that's not a not really an issue you know what i mean but yeah. like, like like talk to me you know so like when did you feel like like the switch flipped like from her being like cool like like i like her a lot like this is my friend and now she's being like this like she turned like crazy, like like her breaking down and getting upset. Meanwhile, to, like last week you were chilling and cutting ass on each other, whatever. And then now she's like crying. Yeah, no, the, um, I don't know if there was like a definitive moment that like I remember specifically at all like stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember uh like within the first week of us dating, um, mm-hmm. I was driving to and from her. I was picking her up and bringing her back home every day. We were spending every day together, um. Like I like I remember one time I was driving her back home and I was gonna take the highway because it was the fastest way possible and she said literally she's like no what the fuck if you're dating me you should want to spend as much time as possible with me so I was like uh I, I so she wants to take have you take the back road I so she <laughs> made me, no she made me take the back road she yelled at me and I took the fucking back road yeah no she got tight at me but uh there's a there's a quote in BoJack Horseman that goes uh it's funny when you're looking through rose colored glasses all the red flags just look like flags mm. that's literally. A, a lot of stuff like she would restrict me from having friends like being friends with anybody she would not want me to hang out with my friends uh i figured that kind of my one constant in life like i've been playing video games my entire life it's just my my one hobby since i was like two years old yeah if i played games with my friends for longer than like 25 minutes she would just lie in my bed and start sobbing because i'm ignoring her and she feels all this type of shit um there was a lot of things about myself that i thought that i was but i really wasn't it was just because i was with someone that i hated you know uh and, like, the thing is, it, it it's, like, kind of the reason why I felt so trapped. And um, you said this, so I'm allowed to be as blunt as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. Yeah. It, uh, kind of kept me, like, emotionally trapped under the guise of, like, suicide. You know? Mm. Whenever anything bad went wrong, it immediately jumped to, like, a suicidal standpoint. Mm. Um, and I, like... Even though I wanted to break up with her like two months in and I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea. I genuinely felt like I was the only person keeping this thing alive because that's how she was making me feel. And she knew that she was doing that. This thing being her. Her. Yeah. Like, Damn. Two months in. That's fucking early. Two months in. Yeah. Because. Um, all right. So Damn, you wait, hold on. Two months in. And, and I'm, about to, I'm about to fuck your life up right now. All right. So. It, all right. So all these none of your listeners know. Um, I had, I, I went through a period of like very, very deep depression. You know what I mean? I was borderline suicidal for a point. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason that I got out of that was, you know, yeah, yeah. She's, she's one of like my best friends. Yeah. Um, I was always jealous about how close me and were, even though mind you, I've known like six years and we've mm-hmm. only hugged three times and that's the majority of our, that, that's all of our physical contact with each mm-hmm. other. You know, hated her for whatever reason. She envied her. She didn't like how close we were. Um, and one day I was at work and, uh, uh, like was freaking out because snapchat me before i left and like that was just fucking with her the entire time i was at work so she was just lying in bed crying and like losing her mind scratching at her arms and she was having like panic attacks because of the fact that me and were talking that day you know um 
when I got back home, uh, she was like in bed, like spazzing the fuck out, like <laughs> you know, oh like actually spazzing God. the fuck out. And then um, I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do about it. So like, I don't mean to laugh. It's just no, it, it is kind of so hilarious. Um, it's just fucked up. It is fucked up. So the whole thing was like, uh, and this was really early into the relationship too, that when you know she started spazzing out and stuff like that, she needed to talk to. I was like, okay, what if you talk to? And she'll tell you that we've just been friends the entire time. And I know how to treat this. She's going to be like, dude, like, I, I know that you're threatened by me, but, like, there's no reason to be. Like, it's not like that, you know? And they had that conversation, but could not take the fact that it was not a combative conversation. It was just, like, she was just trying to, like, to clear the air. Immediately thought that they were fighting, you know? So, screaming at her back. So, they got into, like, an actual fight. Near the end of that fight, it locked herself in the bathroom and she took eight Excedrin. Um... Excedrin is super Advil. She took eight Excedrin. Um, so I made her purge it, right? Oh, my God. Um, I, I also had to make her... Uh, I also had to... Like, I told her in that conversation because, you know, her, her lips were blue and her eyes were sunken in, you know, like she was like... It was either I take her to the hospital or something. I was like, let's go to the ER. And she... And okay, she's a type 1 diabetic and never wanted to go to the doctor, but I had to take her to the ER all the time because she took terrible care of her diabetes. I digress. Um, she did not want to go to the ER. So I had to try to do whatever I could to get her to stay alive in this bathroom. So I told her that I wanted to marry her to give her the willpower to survive. Did I mean it? No. But when this person is literally dying on the floor in front of me, literally fucking dying, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Bro, my brain. If I left, if I left, she would have died that night. If I didn't say that, I believe she would have died that night. You know, I didn't believe Over it. having a conversation with This happened a few times. Like, a few times that she tried to kill herself over some dumb shit. Yes, this happened a few times. I caught her. Um, one time I threw up just because oh. I ate something bad, and I caught her cutting herself because uh, throwing up made her sp- uh, made her spaz out. I caught her in the corner of the room, like shaking her head like this, you know, Ethan. like this. Ethan. And then she had cuts on her arms and shit. And I made her give me the razor, and I threw it out. Ethan. Um, hold on, hold on. You are going over a lot of topics, and just yeah, no, you're um, just fl- <laughs> you're just flowing. This is. The thing this is, eleven minutes. The thing is with J- is she is the most codependent person that I think has ever existed in the history of the universe. Um, she cannot exist in this world unless she has a boyfriend to take care of her. Okay, she but just codependency and what you just said with every little, you 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 get sick. You get some form of food poisoning, whatever, and it's about her. In I'm sorry, what what way is it? I have no idea. The uh, vomiting just made her panic. Um, like the, the the noise of vomit would make her pa- would make her panic. I wasn't allowed to be upset really in that relationship because every time I was upset or if I had something going wrong and I tried to talk to her about it, the person the type of person that I am when I'm upset, I just want to bitch for like 15 minutes and then I'm fine. You know, I don't want advice or nothing. I j- I just want to bitch out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Every time I tried to bitching out just to be a bitch, she would always be um. She would always take the stance of, I'm your girlfriend and I can't make you happy. I'm such a piece of shit. Fuck me. Why am I alive? Why am I even oh here? My. You know, and it's like, that's not even the point of any of this. Like, I'm just upset because, you know, someone yelled at me at work today. You know what I mean? No. Um, yeah. Uh, she, uh, she wasn't okay with the idea of a lot of things like, mm-hmm. a, like, like me talking to people that weren't her. Um, from the day that we started dating, we spent literally every single day together. And, like, at first, it was just kind of natural. Like, it just happened that way, so it wasn't really a big deal. But then when it was like, oh, I haven't talked to you in 15 minutes, where the fuck are you? It's like, uh... Um, 
Bro, that's she um that's high key scary. It's terrifying. And then um <laughs> to explain the, the, the situation to, to, to the viewers, we dated for about a week, right? And my mom had an apartment in um and she was going to spend time with her uh with her her, her man's at the time. So she was like, Hey, can you house sit this weekend? You can bring your new okay. girlfriend and it'll be fun. And I was like, okay, cool. Just for the weekend, no big deal. So I was like, you want to sleep over this weekend? Like, it'll be fun. We're just house sitting because you want us to water the plants and, you know, fucking do the dishes and shit. So whatever. And then mom never came back to that apartment for like six months, <laughs> you know? So we were there for fucking six months. Um, And I tried a few times. Like, I had a few emotional breakdowns, actually, because I, like... For a while, I felt like I abandoned dad because, mm. you know, like he was here alone and I was there. And that shit, I, I had like fucking actual breakdowns over that. <laughs> and there was like three, four times I tried like, I was like we, like, we should go back, you know, like you should go back to this. First time she was on board with it. And then she was like, yeah, no, that's a good idea. Every other time after that, she rejected it. She was like, no, we need to stay here. Um, what was her reasoning for staying there? I, uh, uh <laughs> Fuck me if I know, dude. She just needed to fucking stay there for some reason. Um, I, she, um, she put everything about her entire life onto me and made it my problem. Um, and I have no problem helping people with their problems, but your problems are not my problems. Yeah, you know? right. Um, she, uh, she also had like this. Like, I'm a very complacent guy. The basis we have set for that relationship is what we do you mm-hmm. know what i mean if we're cutting ass and we hang out and we're dating that, that that's what we do if we go on extravagant dates all the time and that's how we're fucking elegant and shit like that that's how it is you know yeah. what i mean it's the basis that's set for it in the beginning right but don't try to change that midway through and try to enforce what you think a boyfriend should be don't make that my shit um yeah but she's fucking delusional when we first got together there was a because like a, for a, a period of time like a long period of time when we first got together, um, she was pointing out people that she had, like, hooked up with in the past and was trying to get me, like, kick their ass, you know? <laughs> She'd be like, oh, yeah, I got, like, oh, you, that guy was fucking this. I'm like, okay. Like, I don't give a fuck that you had sex with a guy before you met me. Like, I don't care. But she would do that a lot. Well, damn, um, I'm, I'm kind of curious about how many bodies she pointed out. Um, body count changed every single time she asked, every time uh, she brought up the conversation. Yo. I personally never ask body count, and I personally don't want to answer that question because... You know, dad taught us that, you know, that it doesn't fucking matter. Uh-huh. Um, she asked me what my body count was, and I told her that I'm not going to answer that. Uh-huh. And then she was like, well, I've only ever had sex with boyfriends. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I find out a little bit later that that's not true. Uh-huh. Um, she, uh, like, because she told me she had three boyfriends in her life, mm-hmm. like three serious relationships, and I was the fourth one, right? Mm-hmm. When we got together, she it was like, oh, my f- let me call him up. That's her ex. I didn't know that. This dude, that they, they were like walking together and stuff. That's also her ex, you know. Uh, like a lot of people, she'd be walking, and then uh, at one point, she was just hanging out literally with her ex at school, you know. But she made me cut off my best friend for nothing. But she can go hang out with her exes and shit, and that's totally fine. The whole thing with like that is like, uh, uh oh, oh, like th- that guy fucked with me in high school, whatever. Go kick his ass. I'm like, I don't care, you know. Like I, I don't give a shit. Are you still on that, you know? Um, like that's not something that uh, it, it pertains to me. Uh, so. Jeez. Sex was always uh, probably the biggest topic of argument for both for the both of us, because um, uh, like she talked about this at school, so I can mention it on the podcast. She has a she has DID, which is commonly known, which is that used to be known as multiple personality disorder, but mm-hmm. now it is known as dissociative identity disorder. Mm. She had that. Um, mm-hmm. That happened. Usually, what happens? Well, you gonna make a lot of people mad. Uh, which kind of started as trauma from. Our 
mm-hmm. right? Um, so when we first started having sex in the relationship, it was fine. But then at one point, uh, we had sex and she disassociated immediately afterwards. Mm. Now, I know why she had it. Right. So my brain immediately defaulted to this person is going to wake up next to a person they don't know, in a room they don't know, in a town they don't know, around people they don't know. You right. know? So, like, I didn't want to have sex with her because I was terrified. Right. You know? Um, that kind of led into my sex drive just kind of, like, plummeting for our relationship. But needed to have sex every single day multiple times a day to feel like i still viewed her as attractive okay so 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 did she know that she like did she know that when you guys were intimate with each other that afterwards she would disassociate i would tell her every single time did she believe you yeah no she knew that she knows that she has it and she knows that she's self-aware when she has gaps in her memory she knows that she must have disassociated or if she wakes up in a different part of the house and she's like why the fuck right what happened you know like she knows you know so then when that would happen, right? Like and 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 you told her, did you tell her like, yo, like I love you and this is like, well, if you did love her, but it, like I love you, but like that scares me and I kind of feel like you came at it from like a compassionate point cuz it was like, why would I want you to feel like that too? Like exactly. why would I want you to wake up? So it like it seems like in every situation that you've been in with her, that you have always and you're you're all but you're you're normally like this in general that you always thought about her and you put yourself at like like you thought about yourself afterwards like like you always took care of her and what she needed first and then she twisted it and she not even twisted she mangled that shit yeah and then she just turned that into walking all over me for the next year and a half Um, right the uh the did whole she know i wanted to beat her ass yeah <laughs> did, did she know probably i don't know <laughs> fucking um i don't know she was just awful uh she uh it didn't matter what happened it was always her beef she had the biggest vic- victim complex you're ever gonna well, see someone have ever she, in your entire fucking know, life no now um uh what's it called uh and the whole thing with the dissociation is that that started like i learned about it after i already knew that she was you know yeah still very suicidal you know so like i i personally couldn't just get up and leave even though that's what i felt like i should have done my brain prevented me from doing that because it's like you're gonna abandon this person you know what i mean but it's not it's about cutting my losses at that point yeah you know um but i didn't realize that until fucking late march or early march you know yeah um uh after the lease was up after that six months uh i was honestly really excited to move back home and she was going to move back to newburgh right i was looking forward to that for about two months up until it happened and then um every single conversation was a screaming match argument panic attack about we're not going to be together anymore what's going to happen this down the other and i was like but you're going to go back home i'm gonna go back home next thing you know she moved into dad's um so when yeah. she moved into dad's house she um uh fucking and before she even moved into dad's house she was trying to get me to get an apartment with her um, oh, I remember that. Shit. Yeah, and like oh, I was on, man. I was only on board with it for the fact that a few of my other friends were down, and I was like, "Oh, that oh, could be I cool," you know. Um, but this was all her thing, you know. Like I, I didn't want to move out, you know. Like I didn't want to live on my own. Yeah, I was fucking nineteen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to move, live on my own. Like my fucking dad owns a house. Why would I not live here? That's so. Um, it's just so weird when you t- when you talk about it like this because I remember when we were having the conversations, like you were so confident in it, and I think like I like. I wasn't confident. I was being fed a script. Well, now I know. Yeah, no, now it was. We know it, it was no, it was that you were being. Cause, like, how, how, how could we know? 
no, it's it's it. I don't know. It it, it was a lot of stuff like that. And um, so when she moved back here, uh, she just took it upon herself to just start redecorating the house. You know, like. Yeah, she said that I was a guest. Yeah, she treated you like a guest. She called me one time because uh, you showed up to grab like a table or some shit, and mm-hmm. she called me. She was like, "Oh, you didn't tell me Kai was coming over." Kai's in at the my house. daddy house. I'm yeah. a guest. And she was like, and, and she was like, uh, and she was like, Kai came over. Like, what did Kai come over for? I was like. To mind your business. I, I, I leave this house like I don't fucking know. She probably just wanted to come over. Like I don't know. Like who gives a shit? Like she was raised here. Fucking she wants to come here. So she wants to come here. Um, but that was a problem. Oh, I I, I should have known. Like what the fuck you mean you should have known? Should have known. Like it's just so it's so sad because you you because you sacrificed. That's the word I'm looking for. You you sacrificed so many relationships. You know, for someone who wasn't worth it, a hundred percent. And it's like and the thing is, you know, it's so hard about this whole thing. I think this is the hardest fucking part. Is being your family. And you knew I didn't like her. You knew that she was bad for you. You knew that we all felt this way. But I could have talked to you until my face turned purple. I wouldn't have done shit. And you wouldn't have done anything. And it's and and and. I think the most fucked up part is that you knew that yeah. you knew that she wasn't good for you. You no, knew I, that you shouldn't have been together, but you were trapped in this psychotic uh, black hole—a black hole. Yeah, it was literally a void of like despair and self, like fucking. You know, it it, it, it was like it was literally the fucking phantom realm. You know, like no the, fact. yeah, like it, it was fucking shit. Was I don't know, but. It, it's it's mainly because like you could have said anything you wanted to me, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But nobody knew how she was. She was right. schizophrenic. She had DID and she was suicidal. If I did something bad, I was scared that this person was going to die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I genuinely felt I was the only person keeping. I was the, I was the only thing keeping this person alive. And she would tell me that sometimes. Right, but you only felt that way because of her. Because she made you feel that way. Yeah, and and um, to to like. The way it all ended, kind of. All right, okay, no bullshit. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of want, I kind of want you to in progression, I, I, right? Yeah, I, I kind of want you to. Yeah. So, um, I want you to go over a little bit your mindset on how you were like, okay, when did you finally see? Because you went through this for like a year and a half, and some, you know, whatever, for a long time, and then you lived together after like five minutes of being with each other. So you, you were with this bitch every single day. I wanna, so like, I fucking hated myself. When I want you to go. Uh, over when exactly was it where you were like fuck this i'm done she could like because at that point you were taking you were taking a calculated risk because she could have went into the bathroom and and just offed herself right there that wasn't a risk before i broke up with her i took all the razors out of the bathroom all the razor blades and scissors i took them all to the bathroom and i hid them and sure enough when i broke up with her first thing she did was go into the bathroom open the drawer with all the razors she locked the door but you know the lock uh, the, you know you can yeah. take the lock I knew she wasn't going into the bathroom to use the fucking bathroom, so I opened the door, and she was in the drawer, and I said, I hid them all already, and she just looked at me panting, you know? Um, wow. Uh, yeah. So you prepped. I prepped, yeah. You did I, a lot I, of preparation. I, yeah, no, I prepped. I, I, I knew what I needed to do, you know what I mean? Like, pens, fucking, uh, I had to keep her away from the kitchen because the, the, the knives, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, so, what's it called? But when did I know that this person wasn't right for me halfway through? Uh, well, that's very through, early on. It's very early on, but it was after the fact that I was the only person keeping her alive. Right. So I, I there was nothing I could do about it. Um, I mean, I right. could have left her, but if I left her and she killed herself, I would have put that on myself. Right. You know, 
Um, and it wouldn't have been your fault. It wouldn't have been my all. fault, but I would have put it on me. You mm-hmm. know? No, I get it. Um, no, I get it. So, so like, when did you say, okay, it's like, it's time to break up now? All right. So, to answer that question, it's a little bit winded because there was uh, it was one point in time that I was at. Uh, uh, it was Thanksgiving Eve. You know, it was the biggest bar night of all time. She was twenty. I'm twenty one. So, um, uh. I'm 21, she was 20, so we had the, like, she was going to just, like, she was going to drop me off, and she was going to pick me back up, and I was going to hang out with the Tower Boys. Tower Boys have been my best friend since the sixth fucking grade, you know what I mean? We were just going to hang out with them. She disassociated while she waited, because she was going to go, like, um, because the thing was, I was like, I was like, yeah, because she didn't have it, she she couldn't drive, like, she didn't have a car, so I was, I, I was, it was always assumed that I was going to drive her everywhere she needed to go at all times, no matter what, and that's exactly what happened. So, um, when it came to that, I was like, listen, you can drive. And she's like, well, what am I going to do? And I was like, well, you have friends around here. I'll let you, like, you're allowed to take my car to go to your friend's house, you know, and bring it right. back here. You're not allowed to drive around, but you can drive my car there and back. And that's totally fine. You want to yeah. go hang out with your friends while I'm at the bar. That's, that, that's cool. I'm cool with that. Yeah. She disassociated on the way to the bar um, okay. while she was driving my car, but she remembered how to, like, that mirror knew how to drive, which made no fucking sense to me. Um, but she didn't speak. And that's how I knew it was a disassociation because she was, like, terrified, like, road anxiety, like, <laughs> driving the car until we got into the parking lot and then, um, my best friend, he was drunk. He was like, bro, I got to talk to you. He pulled me into the corner, and he's like, this fucking girl is not right for you, and you know that, right? And I was like, no, yeah, I, I do know. And he's like, bro, like, she just takes and takes and takes and takes and takes and takes and takes. Not even from you, from your fucking mom and dad, too, you know? Facts. And I'm Facts. like, and I'm like, I'm like, no, like, I know about all of this. I'm just kind of waiting for the right opportunity to break up with her. And when do you think that's going to be? And I'm like, probably after Ock, if I can make it that long. And then heard that part, and he was like, you have plans to break up with her? And I was like, I definitely know for a fact I'm going to break up with her at some point or, at some point or another. And said, you have no idea how good it makes me feel that you're self-aware about this. No, yeah. Because um, a, a lot of people aren't. A lot of people kind of just drift through life. Yeah. Um, but I like I always knew, and because and, like, she always needed more. No matter what I did, it was never enough. Even though I was, without me, her life went on pause. No, no, what you did was always enough, but to her... It was not enough. She was a, like a psychotic... She needed more. Yeah, she, she needed, needed more, more. But, um, like, you did up above and beyond. I was her car and wallet for the first six months that we were dating because she didn't have a job. Mind you, I was making $6 an hour. You know how fucking hard it is to support two people buying groceries and gas and, you know. And mind you, my job, I had to drive. So I'm getting gas every two days. I was getting oil changes once a month for a while because I had to drive her to and from fucking everywhere. If she had to go to the doctors, she needed to go to get a test, like to get like a test strip for her because she was diabetic. So she needed some di- diabetes shit. I had to drive to back. There was nothing we could do. She didn't have money for an Uber. And if she needed to get an Uber, I had to pay for it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I remember at one point during that, she asked me if I wanted to open up a joint bank account, and I literally laughed in her face. Uh, oh, God. I was like, uh, she was like, and, and she literally said, she was like, well, if you're thinking about marrying me at some point, then, you know, we're going to need to open a joint bank account. Oh and I, I was like, I was like, well, we can cross that bridge if we get there, but, like, I'm not opening an account just to give you money. Because that's exactly what that would be. You oh, know? no facts. Like, she's just having a card that has access to my fucking money. You would have been her ATM. Literally. It, and I pretty much was at that point anyway. Yeah. You know? Um... And uh, she would, like, buy me gas, and then she would think that it was cool for the next three months. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. She'd be like, I, I got you gas the other day. I'm like, bitch, that was fucking late, all, like, late October. Yeah. You know? Like, it, it's a new year now, you know? Um, yeah. So, is my uh, my manager at work. Became one of my best friends through work because, you know, I'm a closer. He's a closing manager. So, I was, I, I'm talking to this guy eight and a half hours every single night. Um, after a while, he knew everything about the relationship you know yeah and i work at um and where we live is literally a 10 minute walk from the mm-hmm. 
wanted to work there as well. And I knew that she wanted to work there to be closer to me, but I was okay with her working there because she could walk to work. <laughs> um, she worked in the bakery. I worked in the deli. So we're on two polar opposite sides of the store. So I'm like, yeah. we're not going to see each other. It's not going to be toxic. It's not going to be tense. Yeah. You know, because she's the type of person that if I smile at a female customer, she'd be like, that's my fucking boyfriend. What are you doing? Oh, my God. She would, she would do that. I um, thought I was bad. There was one time. No, I, I've, I've told this story to a few people that, like, call themselves crazy. And, like, makes the craziest person you know look like fucking Shirley Temple. No, yeah. Yeah. No, so, um... <laughs> There was this point in time, it was for Valentine's Day, that they were doing this thing with truffles. That I was like, they had, they asked a one day, then they asked me to do it the next day. Because they were like, want to do like a friendly competition with you and your girlfriend, see who sells more truffles. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever, fuck it. Yeah. You know? She had to walk, and I had work at 7 a.m. that day, and I got out at 2. She had work at, uh, I think, like 12 or something, right? So she had to walk to work. But it's a 10 minute fucking walk, and I had to go to work at 7. I'm not going to fucking drive back home and bring you here on my break. Like, I'm not doing that. So she walked to work. And she made it my problem that she had to walk to work. And she stood next to me at that table. Mind you, I'm in my deli coat, in my hat. I'm fucking building boxes for customers while she's standing, mm-hmm. literally, like, here, arguing with me, mm-hmm. screaming at me. Um, and it got to the point where I was like, yo, I'm literally fucking working. Like, can yeah. you fucking not? Yeah. Like, we'll fight tonight. That's fine. But I'm in my coat, you know? Yeah. Um. Then it got to a point where every time... Like, cause she would come to the deli counter on her breaks for like, you know, like slices of ham or something. And there was one time I remember that she came and I was helping a customer and she was, can you come me three pieces of ham, three pieces of cheese? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Cause I got to finish my customer first. He had like 11 things. He had, he had a lot of shit to get, Yeah. but he's the customer. Yeah. I'm not going to stop cutting his shit to cut your shit, right. but that's exactly what she expected me to do. And she got mad at me for not doing that. You know, like she actually got fucking pissed at me. Jesus Christ. And I got, and then, cause like after I cut it for her, she was like, oh, fine, just go fucking scarf this down my way back to the work. I was like. Sorry, I had to do my job at my job. You know, like, I didn't know, like, I was like, are you, you're mad at me for this? It got to the point that every time I had to take a break, and if I did not spend all 15 minutes of my break with her at her department, she would fight with me. Um, also got to the point where if she was walking towards a deli counter, knew he should go into the warehouse or into the kitchen until she left because she was coming to fight with me. Um, Jesus Christ. Bro, so, that's fucking, I'm exhausted. <laughs> bro i'm tired yeah no. so we know that she's wild she, listen that she would fight with me over anything and everything um so was kind of my confidant during all of this because uh he wanted a girlfriend really bad and i was like bro grass is always greener i'm telling you right now <laughs> that shit's always greener bro um so like we talked a lot because through hell and back 11 times mm-hmm. you know what i mean so anything i've went through he's been through but more severe right you know what i mean right um so like he helped me a lot mm-hmm. and uh while we were talking uh, one time, it was pretty much like, you're going to do it? Like, yeah. you're going to do it? Because I think you'll be better off if you do it. Yeah. You know? And I remember it was uh, f- late February, early March, right? And I was taking a shower, and I was just so, like, I was so happy in the shower. But that's because I wasn't around, mm. you know? And I was like... If the fact that taking a shower is my only solace from this person, I can't be with this person. And then I kind of just put my head on the wall and I was like, the first Tuesday, because I'm off Tuesdays and Thursdays from work. So Mm -hmm. I said to myself, the first Tuesday of spring break, I need to break up with her Mm -hmm. because I would have the full day, no classes, no nothing that I can pack up all her shit and take her back home. Yeah. Something happened. I don't remember what happened. Oh, no, I remember exactly what happened. He's a white boy, but he's into he's into black girls. Right. After 
quit the bakery at ShopRite because she quits every job that she has ever after about three weeks because she has no work ethic. Um, she has a negative work ethic. She gives up almost immediately. Um, so after she quit because someone was mean to her once, uh, fucking uh, 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 the person that replaced her in the bakery was this black girl, right? ShopRite, if the the name tag, if it's black, that means they're over 18. Okay. So I saw the black girl with a black tag, you know, and I'm like, oh, Christian, that's a new girl in bakery. Maybe you should go talk to her because, like, who knows? Maybe you guys could hit it off. Right. And the way the conversation worked was I'm at the counter and is, like, on the other side of the counter, like, cleaning the windows, you know, and uh-huh. I'm, like, cleaning a slicer. So the way I'm facing and looking is facing the rest of the store, right? So she passes by, and that's how I saw her, and that's how I brought up the car. I was like, oh, that, that's the girl from bakery. Like, why don't you go there? And he's like, oh, she's pretty cute. Yeah, you know? yeah, So, yeah. like, that was just that conversation. He was like, well, what should I do? How should I get her number? And I'm like, just walk up to her and talk to her. Hey, I'm from Delhi. Like, what's going on? Yeah, shoot I just your shot, here. bro. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, so, so, so I'm saying. I'm like, bro, shoot your shot. Like, yeah. like, like go for it. That night, driving around, I had to pick up from a friend's house or something, and I was like, uh-huh. let, me, let me tell you a story about yeah. So we're talking, and I was like, and blah, blah, blah. And I saw the black girl from bakery, and she was like, oh, so you're fucking looking for her? And I was like, what? And then she was like, so you're fucking looking for the black girl from bakery? You must think she's fucking hot if you just see her when she's walking by and shit. Oh and my. she used to do that with every single thing that was a female ever. I've been playing League of Legends for six years. One of my favorite champions in League of Legends is a female champion named Caitlyn. She would yell at me for picking Caitlyn in a video game. She'd be like, you probably think she's fucking hot. And I'm like, bro, that's a fucking cartoon in a video game. Shut your fucking mouth. I would get pissed. I'd get fucking mad, you know? She'd be like, oh, you think she's probably think she's fucking hot? Oh, look at these skins. It's well, a character? Like, it's not a person who plays the character? It's a it's character like- in the video game. <laughs> it is a character that I personally play as. She got mad at me for that, and I, I because I had all the kids. Caitlyn's one of my, I played I played League of Legends for eight years, like six to eight years. I played for a long fucking time since since uh, season three. Um, uh, what's it called? Yo. And you know, I had all the Caitlyn skins, and the whole thing with Caitlyn, her gimmick is she has a big hat. You know, okay. she has a really big hat. The Caitlyn's skins, your girl. I yeah, she's okay. my girl. That's my fucking favorite yeah, champion. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, my okay, favorite yeah. my favorite Caitlyn skin is she wears a bandana because there's no hat. You know? Okay. I, I, I just like the fucking... Ba- it's no it's big hat. It's different, right? No hat, you know? Bitch got mad at me because she thought that I was actually sexually turned on by the skin, <laughs> and we got into a fight over that. And then every time I'd be like... Every time I would get mad at her saying shit like that, I'd be like, yo, what the fuck? Because like, when she said the Caitlyn thing, I was like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, I can't play a female champion in a fucking video game without you getting mad at me? She was like, yo, I'm fucking joking. You can't take a fucking joke? Like, what the oh, fuck's now? your problem? Now, she's like, well, now I know I can't joke about shit like that. And it's like, bitch, Now no. she wants to be funny. Exactly. And it's like, bitch, if you're joking and you see I'm getting upset, tell me, no, 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 I'm joking. As soon as I'm getting upset, don't get mad at me for not getting your joke. That's not a fucking joke nah, until I get mad at it. She wanted to have a sense of humor all of a sudden. Yeah, no, bro, you're getting mad at me because I got mad at it. No, fuck you. I don't play that shit, you know? I digress. <laughs> Back to the girl. We were in the car, and she. After I pointed out, I was I was telling her the story, and after I got to the point of the story where I pointed out the black girl, I was like, "Oh, that's the black girl," and she was like, "Oh, you must think she's fucking hot if you're looking out for her like that." I was like, "Or maybe she just walk fucking walk past my field of view because I'm facing the store and she works in the store." And I was getting mad. And I was screaming at her like I literally fucking like I I don't like to yell. I'm very fucking flatline guy but like my face was getting red spit was flying out of my mouth i was like you better watch your fucking mouth and you I'm, I'm, I'm fuck i can't fucking deal with this shit i was screaming at her and then i literally i pulled into a parking lot and um i started like i just started smoking like i saw i, I, had, to, I had to get high because i was so mad at her and she was looking at me trying to like get, uh like yeah. look, look, looking for a hit and i was like no I was like, no, you can sit there. Yeah. You know? After a while, after I got high, I was like, here. You yeah, know, you're getting all shaky, that. Ethan. I'll I, I get heated. <laughs> and it was that. It was that. It was that moment that I knew that I can't do anything that has a female involved in it without her getting mad at me that I was like, I got to push this shit up. 
I gotta push this shit up. I went up to Chris, I was like, bro, it's a week up now. He was like, really? Oh shit, it's that bad? And I was like, yeah. Mm. Um, the day that I broke up with her, never gonna forget. Fucking, <laughs> never gonna forget. I had class from 11 to 12. She had work from 7 to 4 or some shit. Uh, uh, some shit to 4. I don't remember. Uh, but she got out at 4 o'clock. I got back home from class around 12. I knew I was going to break up with her that day. And I was like kind of looking forward to her being home when I got home so I could be like, listen, this is what needs to happen. Let's pack up your shit. But she wasn't there. She got out of work at 4. So I'm like, this might be better because I can do this by myself and it won't be as heartbreaking. Right. So from 12 to like 2.30, I started packing up all her shit that I could find. Um, all her like all her clothes, all her everything, uh, and you know, she texted me around like two two thirty, and she was like, "Oh my god, you're fucking home. When did you get home?" Blah 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 blah. But she always knew I got home at twelve. She's like, "You didn't fucking text me when you got home. How the fuck am I supposed to know you're safe?" You and then she said, and like, don't get me wrong, she was worried, and that's fair from a girlfriend standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that, but this is the part that bugged me. She goes, "I swear to God, when I get home, you owe me a very 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 big grand gesture of love or some shit to make this up to me." And I was like, I said in my head, I was like, she has no idea what I'm doing <laughs> as soon as she gets home. So I said to her, he I texted her. Like, yeah, no, so I texted her back and I was like, because like old me would have been like, no, 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 you're all thinking some shit, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I literally said, I was like, we'll talk when you get home. Now nah, fuck that bitch. I, 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 was like, I was just like, we'll talk when you get home. Um, So when we got home, you know, I pulled into the driveway and I was like, all right, let's go inside. She's like, because like it was routine for us to smoke a little bit after she got out of work, right. you know what I mean? So she was like, you want to smoke real quick? I was like, no, no, no let's just go inside. Uh, so we get inside and she gets all giddy because she thinks it's about to be some grand gesture of love. <laughs> I walk upstairs and I'm like, listen, I'm only happy when you're not around. <laughs> I was like, I was like, at this point, I was like, I want to break up. We're breaking up. The only thing that you need to decide now is where do you go from here? Your mom's house or your dad's house? Um, The first like hour of it was her screaming like, no, 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 this can't be happening. You're not breaking up with me. You're not breaking up with me. Blah, blah, blah. Then she locked herself in the bathroom and I opened the bathroom door and she was like, you're a fucking liar, piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. And then at one point she literally attacked me. Um, She jumped up at like she ran up at me and she tried to knee me. Yeah, no, she tried to knee me, but, um, like, you know I fence, so, like, I have reflexes, and I snapped my arm <laughs> down, and I punched, her in the, like, I punched her in the knee to, like, block it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then she jumped at me again to try to hug me to, like, you know, kind of, like, she called it a koala, where she would just jump up on me, and, like, I just, like, hold her up, God. you know? Like, a koala, it was, it was supposed to be cute. Yeah. But she had just tried to, like, flying knee me in the fucking <laughs> chin, so when I saw her do that, I kind of, like, shoved her and shit, you yeah. know? And I was getting, like, heated, and I was like, am I about to fight, like, fist fight my fucking ex-girlfriend right now? <laughs> Um, and then after a while, she barged out of the bathroom and she tried running up the hill on our front lawn. And because I had hit her in the knee, uh, her knee gave out and she fell. So she got back in the house. Um, and then she copped to it. What she was going to do when she ran out was going to jump, go to the top of the water tower and jump off. Yeah. Um, Jesus. So a lot of screaming matches about how I'm a liar. I'm a piece of shit. I'm this, that, and the other. And at this point I was like. She can believe whatever she wants to believe about me. I just am done with this. Right. You know, like, uh, so that was about a four hour long match of screaming. And, um, like she uh, was like, you know what? Fuck you. I want, all I wanted to do when I got home was smoke. So fuck you. We're smoking. And I was like, whatever, maybe she'll calm down. You <laughs> okay. Know? So, you know, we started smoking and it's, it's funny cause as she got more high, the more at terms she came with this, you know? Well, which like it, it, so I was like okay cool, and then she was like okay so you know we're just taking a little break and I was like no 
<laughs> and then uh, she's like, no, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, yeah, we're just taking a break until we can like rediscover ourselves and then come back together. Like, I totally get that. I'm like, no, I am single and you are single, you know? And then she called her friends and she was like, hey, me and Ethan are taking a little break for a while. And when she got off the phone, I was like, listen, I feel like you don't understand the reality <laughs> of what's happening right now, you know? Like, there is no break. If we discover ourselves in the future, that's going to be years away. <laughs> like, uh, I'm like, but we're not, not I'm, even. I'm like, we're not taking a break to get back together. We are breaking up. And if we discover each other in the future, cool, but don't hold your breath. Um, <laughs> and that was pretty much that. Where's my jewel? I'm getting fucking. So um, that was pretty much that. And then literally uh after it was like you know at the end of it she was like okay you know yeah. and then we got back inside and I, I already had put all her stuff in my car she was like i'm gonna go get all the other shit out of the rooms you know what i mean so i was like s- sitting in my room while she was packing up her room and i was like least i could do is because like i've been coming to terms with this for a while mm-hmm. this was just dumped on her you know like least i could do is you know sit with her in like these final moments that we're gonna spend together you know mm-hmm. That shit broke my heart into a million pieces. Yeah. She was pulling our pictures off the wall and shit like that. You yeah. know, that shit fucking hurt. Yeah. But then, like, after I reminded myself why I'm doing this, I was okay. I made, I made a really good friend uh, after the breakup. All right. Th- th- this next segment is literally entirely about <laughs> me and her started talking and screenwriting. But there was just something about her that, like, we always just, like, we remained friends even after not talking for, like, fucking two semesters. Th- th- we became friends. Um. So she FaceTimed me, and then while we were on FaceTime, I got my phone about, like, oh, her dad is yelling at her and yelling at the cat, and she wants to run away and kill herself, and this, down the other, blah, 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 blah. Same old, same old. And I was like, listen, Ethan, I, this is not my responsibility. I have no reason to do this. Do not expect me to do this, but I'm going to do this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, the way that your ex acts now is the way that I acted when I was 16. She was like, all of this is very blatant and open manipulation, and I'm kind of going to coach you through this because I've been there before, and I don't want to wish it on my worst fucking enemy. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of it was kind of just like you're feeding uh, – like the point was like the more you talk to her, the more you're just feeding the fire, you know? Yeah. Like there's no point. Yeah. And then uh, in that conversation, uh, was freaking the fuck out, and she wanted to take uh, 10 Benadryl to kill herself. 10 Benadryl does not kill. But yeah, she, she took was it. looking to get a, a rise out of you. Exactly. Um, and so I like, I was talking about it, and this is the one part of my, my, conversa- my conversation that night that kind of like fucking rang in my head for a few days, you uh-huh. know. Um, she was like, Ethan, how many times has she said that she was going to kill herself or stuff, stuff like that? And I'm like, I don't know. But the thing is, she says it all the time, but she has tried. Like, she yes. has tried before while yes. we were dating. Yeah. And she was like, and I was like, but at the same time, like, I don't even know. Like, is this a boy who cried wolf shit? Like, I don't know. Right. And I went, okay, but like in the boy who cried wolf, if she died tonight, whose fault is that? Hers. And then I was like, I just like, I, I, that kind of left me speechless for a minute. And she goes, turn off her notifications. She'll text you in the morning. She will be alive. I'll bet yeah. you anything on it. Yeah. Sure enough, five in the morning. Um, She sent me something. She sent me a, um... Like a like a TikTok she did or something of like uh it, it, the caption was the kind of girlfriend I want to be for you and I just blocked on everything, um yeah yeah I was like I can't be doing this shit I blocked on everything, and then um uh she still had like furniture here like uh, you know like a nightstand or two yeah and she wanted to get it back but she was trying to get me to drive it to mm-hmm. but she's always in because she actually has a new boyfriend already here's the thing I know. 
her current boyfriend, I know he has a job, and I know he has the ability to drive freely. Because if he did not have those two things, he is useless to That's a fact. I am, totally, right down the front. I am totally comfortable with showing up, giving him the stuff. Mm-hmm. I got no problem with any of that. Well, yeah, he took her off your hands. Exactly. <laughs> that shit is not my beef no more. That is hit. And, like, I kind of want to tell him, like, bro... Like the type Listen. of like, no, like the thing I wanted, to, the thing I, I, I you know what? No, I'm scratch this off the record because you're gonna find out for yourself, buddy. It's crazy because there are things about myself that I genuinely thought, like I thought, like there were things about myself that I thought were true, but it was just because <laughs> we believe those things were true. But we're over that. She's not here no more. Maybe you know you'll get. I never, I that. never in my entire life had problems with money ever in my entire life until I started doing. <laughs> I never had more than like forty dollars in my account. Because she said she was a leech. She literally was a leech. And there was one time that mom called me on the phone and, like, literally yelled about how a leech. And I agreed with everything that mom said, but I had to make feel better. I know. She cried about it to me. She also said to me that you were the one with problems. Haven't told you that. Telling you now. Isn't that funny? That's really funny. That's funny. This is after you guys moved into dad's. But the silver lining is that you never have to deal with that again. And she's out of your life. Finally. So, I'm gonna. We could probably talk about this shit for hours. We could talk about the, this <laughs> this topic of my relationship could be the basis of your podcast for the next six <laughs> months. But my brother does have to go. Yeah, I have work in so one minute. Actually, I'm gonna I'm, be late, but who gives a shit? I'm gonna sign off here. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you to my baby brother for coming on here. Yeah, no and problem. Being honest. And being open and vulnerable because this is a big fucking issue that a lot of guys deal with. Yeah. And in no way, shape, or form was I laughing at people that have mental health issues. Just go get some fucking help, please. Yeah. Because when you use it as a weapon, you get you you literally hurt people. And that's not I'm not I'm not okay with that shit. So take that if you're gonna take anything away from this, don't be a fucking asshole and don't don't blatantly hurt people. Now I'm chilling. Now we're all good. <sighs> so yeah. it's okay. We're. It's over. I'm so fucking happy. My my shift started right yeah, now, though, okay, so I gotta go. Yeah. Uh, so, I can't stay for the sign off because I gotta go to my job. Thank you, love you, uh, bye. Okay, so all right, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna end off there. Um, if you guys want to email me any topics, anything you anything you want to talk about, you can email me at latinalipodcast at gmail dot com. Thank you again to my brother who's leaving because he has a job and he is a aren't isn't he technically a frontline worker or something like that? Essential. Essential. Frontline is hospitals and stuff. Anyway. Thank you guys again. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I am Kai Rose. This is Latinelli, and I am signing off. Bye. <laughs>